Hello, everybody. I'm Adult. And I'm Young. And you're listening to Young Adults. Where we are reading through Mistborn, The Final Empire by Brandon Sanderson. Today we're covering Chapter 17. I stride in the room all young and hip. Okay, um, so I guess we'll start with the snippet at the beginning, as always. Ah, yes, the snippet. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Um, uh, yeah. we, we can start with the snippet. I didn't really have any notes for the beginning of this chapter, so... Um, well, the only thing that stood out to me was, he talks about, again, the fact that he was the son of a blacksmith. Yeah. Which got me thinking, like, it's an interesting coincidence that this whole world's whole magic system seems to run around metal oh and that he was the son of a like a metal worker yeah i don't know what to make of that but it seems like there might be some kind of connection there i mean maybe well uh there's a bit later on which which made me start to wonder if the lord ruler really has created um alamancy yeah uh well we, we can talk a bit more about that when we get to it but that's a crazy thought. You can put it on the prediction list if you want to. I mean, that's what every, that's what people believe in this universe. Uh, the opposite of that is uh, it's already a prediction we have down. But I I might still put it down because yeah, it just it does. I mean, the, the other obvious possibility would be that like a person in contact with metals was the one who discovered Alamazzi or something like that. Yeah. All I'm thinking is that. The more we go through this, and the more we're hyping up the Lord Ruler, I I keep feeling dumb about that one prediction I made, where I was like, man, the Lord Ruler's going to get killed at the very end of this book, and we're going to have a big, different villain, and yeah. I'm, it could still happen. It could still happen, and I'm really hoping it will, because otherwise that was a totally wild and crazy prediction that came out of nowhere. But uh, there you go, I guess. Mm. As we go through this book, some old predictions will look silly, I guess. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure I'm sure some of you who've read the book already have been rolling your eyes at some of our predictions, but uh, yeah, hopefully laughing as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Although, of course, some of the stupid ones might come true. So <laughs> yeah, well, that's the best it, it, when we make a completely wild prediction and it's completely accurate. I, I hope I hope we've managed that. Uh, obviously, I don't know. Some people know, some people don't. Uh, so yeah, that's a cool thought, though, that maybe he really did. That it would also be kind of scary for our protagonists, though, because if they have to go up against a guy who might really be like a god level, rather than just the mm. super experienced yeah, guy. Yeah, well, I we've I, been pitching talked, this. I talked ages ago about uh, like. What a wild, I guess, ending it would be, or, you know, encounter, if he really could, like, change the laws of the universe. Uh, <laughs> like, and, and, like, Kelser comes at him with his alamancy, like, he's, he's, he's used the, the 10th metal or whatever, the 11th metal, and he's got, like, super alamancy, and he's, comes at him with all this power, and the Lord Ruler is like, hmm, yeah, maybe that was a bad idea, I'm removing it from the alamancy rules. And he just, like, falls down. <laughs> Just just snaps his fingers and it's all falls apart. Yeah, that would be respect to any author who does that. I mean, 
wow, that's be a tough problem to solve. It would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, in fairness, I am thinking that if that is the case, uh, presumably there's like some kind of artifact or power that he tapped into the well of ascension, the deepness, whatever uh, that al- that would have allowed for it. Yeah. So that that would provide a, a potential weakness or a potential way for the protagonist to like, you know, cut them off from it or or potentially get it themselves. Although I can't imagine that the protagonists get power on that level. Can you continues. imagine a fight where you've just got two people who can just change the laws of physics and the world and magic as we know it? Like, uh... <laughs> that would probably hurt your mind to read, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, I can imagine a few ways it could go, but I feel like logically it should be a pretty short fight, right? <laughs> well, you don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that'd be... You're right, that would be a crazy way to do a story. But again, we know this is a whole series of books, so it seems unlikely that that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. It would be... Uh, well, you can you can see our uh, review of uh, The Matrix Reloaded for some discussion of the problems inherent in that idea. We, we went into some... Well, we didn't go into that much detail on it, but we talked about that a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. So, this chapter starts off with Vin at lunch. Um, yeah, well, she's... Well, no, actually, is, is it, starts, right? it starts with her in, in the garden, I think. She's, like, looking at all the different plants. She not doing that from the balcony? Oh yes, no, you're right. She's she's at lunch. She's like looking out the window. Yeah. Well, I think that is. They're on like a balcony overlooking the the grounds, and they talk a little bit about how they've allowed some of the gardeners to be like spies from other noble houses, which is yeah. kind of funny because they're like, well, we don't want them getting too suspicious, so they give them like the far away jobs rather than like the main house servants. Mm. Which is pretty clever, honestly. I mean, yeah. Uh, but before they discuss all that, uh, Vin is looking at the plants himself, and we get this beat again that there's no green plants. Everything is dead. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, they're not dead. They're just not green. So this is when uh, we we get really into this later on in the chapter. Yeah, right? actually, if, um, if there's if there's any theme to this chapter, it's why isn't there any green plants? Yeah. So uh, I'm actually going to read out the description of the plants. Instead of mundane browns and whites, the cultivated plants were of a deeper, or sorry, were of deeper, more bro- vibrant colors, shades of red, orange, and yellow, with the colors concentrated in their leaves. The groundskeepers had planted them to make intricate, beautiful patterns. Closer to the balcony, exotic trees with colorful yellow leaves gave shade and were protected from ash falls. So, like, this doesn't quite sound like they're dead, does it? <laughs> Well, not dead, but just like drained. Maybe like you does don't. That, does that make sense? Maybe like plants, just like it, their leaves aren't yellow, just because they're like withered. <laughs> but well, they're not green either. <laughs> aren't they yellow because they're they're withered? I don't I mean, know. Like, we're we're in autumn now. I guess that's maybe true, right? So, but it's but the way this is described, it sounds like when the leaves the leaves are just always like that. When that's the leaves on a tree. Are are dying, and we're in autumn. I'm looking out the window right now, and the more withered leaves are literally yellow. Mm, I, I get that, but... But 
Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I don't this, really get it. Yeah, the description makes it sound more like that's their natural color. Yeah, it's... And they don't have, like, I know, green stalks or any green at all in the entire world. Mm. Well, yeah, and we, we really <laughs> get a, get some, some wild stuff later. Um, yeah, it's a little... It's a little confusing, um, uh, but it's it's it does make for an interesting setting. Just a world that must be kind of dead to look at. Yeah, but at the same time, mm. oh, it's worth noting that uh, immediately after she says that, she says that Vin says it was a very mild winter and most of the trees still held their leaves. So uh, that gives us a sense of what season it is. Yeah. Um, not quite sure what to make of that. Actually, now that I now that I read it out, like. Is that a thing? In a mild winter, the trees don't lose their leaves? That's not a thing in our world, is it? Um, I don't know much about trees. I feel like trees lose their leaves based on the season. Like, it's not a response to the weather. It's a response to some sort of internal clock. I mean... Maybe I'm wrong about that, but... I mean, there's always, like, a couple leaves, but... Like, yeah, not the whole tree. Like, surely. Plants everywhere, apart from, like, evergreen plants... Lose yeah. their leaves in autumn. Like it's not, it's not like it's not like in in cold areas the the plants all have no leaves. <laughs> in warm areas, the plants have leaves all year. I suppose maybe they. Having said that, actually, in like rainforests and stuff, the the plants do have their leaves all year round, don't they? I think I, I don't know. I feel like if, I, I feel like I've never seen a picture of a rainforest in winter where there's no leaves. <laughs> I feel like that would be pretty crazy. Um, so yeah. I'm not realistic. I actually don't know how uh, trees work yeah. at all. <laughs> I agree. I I don't I don't know either. Um, so may, maybe that is a thing. We could we could we could look that up, I suppose. Okay, so this source I found is saying uh, that it's based on the sunlight. So when trees. In, in trees that lose their leaves in autumn uh, detect that the sunlight is starting to uh, decline then they lose their leaves regardless of the temperature um, and obviously uh, yes it, I, it is true that plants in warmer areas are less likely to do that but that's more because they're they haven't evolved to do that because they don't need to um, yeah yeah so from the sound of it, that is a difference from our world. Now, in fairness, given that we had to Google that, it's quite possible that that's just a mistake. <laughs> um, but who really knows? And also, it's possible that we're wrong. And like, I just look, I just Googled it. I'm, I'm not an expert here. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of naturally figured that if the tree is deciduous, then it, it loses it leave its leaves regardless. But. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that does seem to be the case. Yeah, so that's that's about as far as my knowledge of trees goes. Mm. So we'll uh, maybe crawl out of this rabbit hole and get back into the chapter because... Yeah, okay, so... um hung up on this. While they're sitting there eating, uh, Vin also thinks about Sazed and he's how he's working on tr the translation. Um, and she thinks uh, he's found a new bit of lore to a keeper that's probably as intoxicating as Street Spice. I just wanted to call that out because there's a drug in this universe called Street Spice. I figured it was like food. No, I'm pretty sure that's drugs. 
my mind was like, mm, tasty street spice foods. It, it jumped out to me because uh, that's also what they call drugs in uh, Star Wars, spice. Spice smugglers. There's drugs in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole thing in like the first Star Wars where Han like was smuggling spice for Jabba. And, uh, and that was drugs? Yeah, it's drugs. So Jabba's like a drug drug lord? Among other things, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, yeah. Uh, I knew nothing. They also this. there's there's something similar in uh, the prequels. It's not spice. They have death sticks. There's a whole thing where like a guy tries to sell death sticks to Obi Wan, and Obi Wan is like, "You want to go home and rethink your life?" And the guy's like, "No, no." And Buy the guy, drugs. the guy does, which raises a lot of questions about this whole Jedi mind trick thing. It's a bit more. <laughs> serious than we expected. Yeah. In the expanded universe, I happen to know that guy's name, Sleaze Bagano. Really? Yep. What? His name is Sleaze Bagano. His name is Sleaze. Sleaze Bagano. He's a Sleaze Bagano. He's a Sleaze Bagano. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> I need to rewatch the Star Wars movies. Yeah, maybe. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them are good. <laughs> maybe rewatch the original trilogy. I don't. I don't know about the prequels. Uh, I mean, I don't mind the prequels. The prequels, that much. they they have they have their moments. They definitely do. The but... fight scenes are good in the prequels. Yeah, honestly, like, that's they're... the best part of it. I mean, look, we don't need to get into a whole prequel discussion here, but I do like some of the stuff in the prequel. I, like, I, I like the sort of the general ideas behind a lot of it. I like the. F- some of the actors that we got. Yeah. Like you uh, McGregor and stuff. It's really mostly just the pacing, I think, honestly. Um, Quite slow. Yeah, especially, fact, especially the first one. For all ye George Lucas worshippers, uh, the prequels, apart from the very first Star Wars movies, are the only Star Wars movies he ever directed. Yeah, that's that was crazy to me when you told me that. I didn't know yeah, that. He directed the first Star Wars movie, Star Wars, did not direct the two sequels, then directed the prequels and obviously left it to J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson to mess up <laughs> the newer ones, but yeah. Okay, uh, so eventually Kelsey shows up um, and they, they talk for a bit about their plans, but they don't really say much. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fine. It wasn't really anything particularly interesting. Until they talked to not just Kelsar, it's the whole the whole yeah gang sorry, the whole gang up, yeah. shows up. Uh, y- even Eden actually yeah, who's being a bit more uh, respectful to Kelsar for some reason. Um, he just seems happier, I guess. Mm. Uh, you know, probably because his rebellion is finally look shaping up a little. Yeah, bit. like he's he's warmed up to him over time. Yeah. Um. So, what I found interesting was when they talked to Sazed. Yeah. Um, so, you have a quote, I don't know if you want to read that out, or if it's just jog your memory, but, they talked um, to Sazed about the book he's been yeah, translating. Yeah, I, I guess I may as well read it out. Um, he says it's a journal, a record that appears to have been penned by the Lord Ruler himself, or rather, the man who became the Lord Ruler. Even ministry teachings agree that before the ascension, he was more, he was, sorry, before the ascension, he was a mortal man. Um, okay, so, prediction. Um, the snippets that we're reading 
are oh, from this book. They definitely yeah. are. Um, <laughs> just, just that I was should, really I, what interested me about yeah, this. Um, another reason, apart from the fact that it's just interesting to highlight this, is uh, so I've actually read this before. You um, have? Yes, I. Uh, oh, you sneaky thing! I don't. You probably don't even remember this, but quite a while back, we were wondering whether the phrase "the ascension" had actually been used in the text. Oh, and you were like, yes, it has. And I was like, has it though? And you look back and it was, you saw that. Yeah, so uh, I, I, if, if I remember correctly, the answer was that it had been used like once by the Lord Ruler in that in, in these journals. Uh, yeah. But I, I in, the, in the course the... of finding it, yeah, I, I accidentally look, skipped forward and, and, view, and viewed this passage. So I actually knew that they were going to find this journal ever since then. Oh, man. Uh, which really was not a big spoiler. It didn't, Wait, didn't affect me at all. But can we confirm? I didn't. I didn't want to say like even when it, even when they found the journal, like I was thinking, okay, this is definitely going to be the journal that we've been reading these snippets out of. But I didn't want to say that. Because... I'm right in thinking that we already have a prediction about something like this, don't we? That the snippets are from the Lord Rulers. That's what we've been going. Oh yeah, with. we definitely thought they were from the Lord Rulers' perspective. But now, now it we seems can like, confirm this. Now it seems likely that they're from this journal. Yeah. Yeah. So we can like. 100% confirm that. Uh, well, I think... I feel like we can. Unless, like, somebody opens the journal and reads a snippet we've already seen or something like that, I feel like we can't quite say that that's 100%, but it definitely seems very likely. Especially since, like, the the guy in the journal's entries that we've been reading has been talk has talked about the Ascension. It's, it's the same journal. He's, Even if it's not the same journal, it confirms the thing that we've been already mentally confirmed ages ago. Yeah, it, it seems pretty incontrovertible at this point. I'm still reluctant to call it confirmed. It hasn't been explicitly said on the text, but Ugh. it's so close to being confirmed that maybe I should. Well, I think you should. Uh, yeah, so I mean, they, they talk a bit about the uh, the authenticity of the journal and stuff. Um, oh yeah, and which this supports the idea that it's the snippets we've been reading. He talks about how uh, the Lord Ruler it depicts is very conflicted, which he reckons is something that the ministry wouldn't want to portray if they were just making a fake journal. Yeah, which is totally right. Mm. Uh, and the the Lord Ruler that we've been reading about in the snippets is very conflicted, so, yeah. It does kind of yeah seem to just confirm it a lot. Um... I think then we come to kind of a break in the chapter. Yeah, basically just uh, they kind of Finn starts like dressing herself up basically. <laughs> yeah, they they wrap it up with by saying well by Vin saying that she wants to go to oh yes another party which she kind of already said last chapter. She, but she said it already, but now it seems like they're they, gonna let her. They fig yeah they've got a specific ball that she's gonna go to. And I think, I'm not totally clear on how much time has passed between those chapters, but I think she has had time, some time to heal a bit more. Yeah, I think it's been a couple of weeks or something. Um, so, cut, well, we have like a, a chapter break or whatever. Because, because last chapter, like, she was literally struggling to walk. She had to basically burn Peter to walk. And we were yeah. saying, like, it was crazy for her to want to go out on missions then. Um, but now, yeah, but she it, seems, it seems, she seems like she's a lot better, better now. Yeah. Um... So, Vin is picking out a dress now. She's got four choices. She's got the black one, 
with silver embroidery, which she feels is too muted for this party. She's got the white one, which is too ornate. She's got the yellow one, um, which is too perky, and she settles on this red one, which is just right. Listeners, he just recited that from memory. I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read, Keep in mind, I read this like half an hour ago, so... I guess. I still couldn't have recited that from memory. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kind of making fun of it, though, because... I mean, there's not exactly high stakes, no. Um, um, but, like, there's, there's about two pages about that, so... Yeah. Uh, the only thing I pulled out in this was that she thinks about how she doesn't even notice when she wears perfume anymore. Yeah. And she thinks about how, like, man, this perfume would make it really hard to sneak around. People would just smell me. <laughs> I can't. Which is a fun little character detail. <laughs> man, they might smell me. Oh, that's... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. I just wanted to kind of make fun of Vin picking out a dress and feeling conflicted about which one to go for because... Uh, really because of one line, which is uh, kind of one of those, you know, in her mind lines, you know, in italics, hmm. which is, I wonder if Elend will be there, which is seems yeah. to be what's really driving her choice of dress. Definitely seems like a factor. Uh, we, we've talked about the possible budding romance that might happen between these two, and at least he's being pushed a little bit more as love interest there, so. I mean, Vin kind of makes fun of herself, for being picky about the dress, but I felt like it was necessary to make fun of her again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's important in this context, but yeah, it it doesn't. Um, hmm, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel very important. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was clearly important enough that I remembered it, but yeah, it was it was it was kind of funny to read. Um. She she talks about how, man, this isn't me, uh, being picky about a dress. But then she contradicts herself by saying, well, yeah, it is because you're being an undercover person, so you actually do need to pick out the right dress. Hmm. Which, to disguise. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I just like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely... We're trying to get some character development for Vin here, yeah. isn't it? Like, it's showing us that she's become more sort of nobly. <laughs> yeah, but there's this, this one line, uh, not... This isn't a quote, but she says she was becoming not a noble woman. She wasn't a noble oh, woman. Yes. A noble woman doesn't think about sneaking off and that perfume will betray her when she's sneaking around. What was she becoming? She didn't feel like the street urchin Vin anymore. She was misborn. Yeah. Which gets its own paragraph. Just the word misborn. Um, right there. That's that's also almost verbatim. So, <laughs> you might as well have read that out. Um, like, just... In my mind, I was like, roll credits. Because... Yeah. Um, it's just so... The way it's phrased is just so funny. It's like it's something from a trailer or something. Mm. The way it's like, she's not what she thinks she is. Who is she? She's misborn. I don't know. I feel like I'm poking a little bit 
too much fun. I mean, it's, it stood out to me as well. It very much feels like a title drop a little bit. It's yeah. It was it was funny to read. Um, so uh, so after she's picked out the dress, she sort of wanders over to Kelsier, where we get the, the actual important bit of this chapter. Well, certainly the world building implications. Or, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, mo- the most. No, interesting you're part right. Of this is definitely the most important. Important. Yeah. This is definitely the most important part of the chapter, except maybe for the mention of the book. Yeah. Um, and obviously the fact that she is going to go on another mission, but. So yeah, um, Kale Sears starts talking about his whole "the world is wrong" thing again. Yeah. This. Um, this there was green before, but. But this time, he has evidence to support his... Yeah, he pulls out a picture of the be- from the before times. Yeah, a bit the before times. before Pre-Ascension times, thank you very much. So, uh, up until this point, we didn't really have the word Ascension used very much, but now it's used about ten times in this mm. But now this, this really casts the whole plants a weird thing in a completely different light to me. So... Yeah. What the picture is of is a weird plant, which he calls a flower. Yeah, um, it's got beautiful, delicate petals of bright colors. Uh, I'm sorry, it's got beautiful, delicate leaves, which are called petals, <laughs> because petals aren't a thing in this world. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. I didn't remember that quote. Wow. Yeah. Is that, is that I, really what it says? Yeah. It didn't have a thick stalk, and its leaves were far too delicate. At its top, it had a strange collection of leaves that were a different color from the rest. Petals. Yeah. Wow, okay. Vin has literally never seen a flower. Um, and this this is the real... And Kessie, like talks about flowers for a little bit, like they, had, they smell nice and stuff. Um, and <laughs> flowers. Plant, and Vin goes, plants that smell like fruit? <laughs> Something like that, I think. Some of the reports even claim that these flowers grew into fruit in the days before the ascension. So, that line is what really flipped this whole thing on its head for me. Because, so, this is true. Fruit grows from flowers. That's how fruit develops. Yep. So... Where do they get fruit? If... They get ground fruits, I guess. So, like, this implies that the way plants work has fundamentally changed, right? I didn't think too much <laughs> about this. It was actually the next segment of this conversation. But like, like Kelser, Kelser is... It's, it's not so. like Brandon Sanderson has forgotten, oh... I, there's no fl- there's no flowers in this world. It's so gray and gritty, and he's for- just forgotten that. Oh, but they have fruit, and fruit develops from flowers. No, Kelser is saying fruit used to develop from flowers, but now it doesn't. Maybe, like this is no. I think I think this is pretty clear. Like there's no flowers. Flowers are a thing that nobody has heard or or seen. They're a, a thing that used to exist and now does not. And they used to turn into fruit. That's how fruit used to be produced. And now, there's there's still fruit. There's just no flowers. I didn't. So, I, like I said, I didn't think about <laughs> this specific part of that only, conversation. The only way I can make. I mean, this really seems to me like it's saying basically like the laws of the universe or something have almost altered, right? Like this is, this is a really weird thing to have happened. I I guess. Um, and this is this is what got me thinking that. Maybe the Lord Ruler really did create the Mistborn. Maybe there's really has been some, like, I mean, because this this is the pretty much almost confirmation that there has been changes to almost the laws of physics. Maybe not quite the laws of physics, but but maybe the literally the laws of physics because these plants are growing without any chlorophyll. They're not green. Like that's weird. <laughs> and I and we I've been 
I've been talking about it as if it's... I've been complaining about this the whole time, that, like, that doesn't make sense. But maybe uh, that was actually supposed to be a thing that was supposed to seem weird. Because... I'm just sitting here just not really knowing how plants work, so... I mean, but you know that... I mean, well, maybe... Actually, that's a good point. Maybe you didn't know that. Did you, did you know that that's why plants are green, that they have chlorophyll? They, that's what the chemical they use to make... Uh, well, yeah, okay, I knew that part. I just... Don't know how... I don't seem to know as much as you do, anyway. Um, well, you, you'll probably learn a bit more about that in uh, biology class when you take it, but... Yay. So, thinking about this... I, I'm kind of comparing this to the deepness because we, we got this beat earlier that like in, in the the sort of uh, Lord Ruler quotes he talks about how the deepness was blighting plants or something does he? I feel like he does um, I'm pretty sure he talked that was the only description of what the deepness actually does that we got it was like I was, I was going to say I seem to remember him talking about maybe I'm wrong he, I know he talked about hills did he talk about green hills? Am I wrong in saying that? Uh, he might have. But I, I thought I remembered him saying, like, the green hills, but he might just have said the hills. Mm. I, I definitely remember. He, he talks about how, like, if the deepness continues to spread, this whole world will be a wasteland or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I remember that now, actually. Well, look at the world now. It's a wasteland. It is a wasteland. Did he fail at first? Well, maybe, but I'm thinking, like, maybe... Maybe he sort of merged with the deepness, and then, like, he was able to influence its effects or something. Uh, still got orange, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, Deepness that's... one is just brown. I, I, I talked it up to orange. <laughs> Here we go. Even bits of yellow sometimes. Look at this negotiation skills I have. Um, yeah, no, that's a good point, an interesting point. Mm. This chapter also kind of calls out the fact that the mists are sort of unnatural. Uh, I, I didn't pull that out, but there was we a... have we have gotten that before though. I guess. Yeah, but but there's a there's a line a little bit earlier where Ben talks about how the mists just seem to appear from nowhere, and I mean that is kind of how mists appear. But yeah, it does. I mean, I guess mist appears regularly in this world though. Yeah, like it's it's almost like it's scheduled. Yeah, and I, I mean we've we've gotten this whole thing about how like it seems to react differently to mistborn. Yeah, it seems to like sort of coat them and and stuff. It's it's a strange one. Um, it's a it's an interesting one. Yeah. So maybe the mist almost is the deepness or something. I don't know. We've got so many weird theories from this chapter that really very little happens in. It's kind of mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I what I wanted to talk about was the next part of this conversation, which was so Kelsier says to Vin. Uh, this was Mare's picture. Yeah. And so we start talking about Mare a little bit. Apparently she collected things from before the Ascension. Yeah. So they talk about betrayal and loving someone even after they betray you. Mm. Um, which isn't really what I was interested in. I was interested in the way he talked about the Lord Ruler implicating Mare. So it sounds like he didn't accuse her in an accusing way. He was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Which made me think, everyone talks about the betrayal like it was a behind-your-back-stab-you-in-the-back type thing. I'm starting to think maybe Mare just betrayed them by accident. Hmm. So the Lord Ruler was like, thanks, you've really messed this up for you guys. And he talks about how she seemed really genuine. 
well, how the Lord Ruler seemed genuine. Yeah. And how Mare was sure that she hadn't betrayed him. So, what if that's what's going on? Mm. It's interesting that here, Kelsier does seem to pretty much believe that Mare did betray him. Uh, Yeah. But at the same time, towards the end, he's kind of like, wonders if maybe he didn't, or she didn't. Um, But I'm just thinking the most likely thing that happened is that Mare didn't betray them on purpose. She betrayed them by accident. And that's why the Lord Ruler implicated her. That's why everyone thinks she betrayed them. Mm, I, they, could, I could definitely see that. We'll have to note that down as a prediction. Yeah, I, I do want to put that down as like a, a proper prediction. So, um, and then I'm imagining the bit you want to talk about is snapping. <laughs> yes. So Kelsier finally explains what snapping is. Yeah, um, and it's pretty much what we what we guessed. It's, yep, it's actually exactly what we guessed. Yeah, they they, bas- they say for basically verbatim all the stuff we said, which is that, uh, yeah, snapping is a thing where you go through a traumatic event and you gain your elementic powers, and they probably snapped at an early age because your life sucked. Yep, that's in the chapter. <laughs> it is. Uh, I I do want to talk a little bit about this thing about Finn having snapped at an early age because it, it ties into something that we were talking about um, off mic. A ridiculous, ridiculous theory that yeah. made no sense. So, okay, uh, oh, well, actually, there is there is one other thing that, that Kelser says in this, uh, which also ties into this, which is he talks about how um, he wishes that he'd had kids with Mare because he would have a daughter. He would have a bit of Mare. Yeah, um, he, he says, uh, a daughter perhaps with Mare's same dark hair and resilient stubbornness. Yeah. Uh, which uh, and, and then like he pauses and he, he literally literally the next line is he paused then looked down at Din. <laughs> like we're not being subtle here. And then he also literally like the next line after that or something is how he says to Vin, "Man, you're too much like me." Hmm. I I don't know if you can see where we're going with this theory. Uh, well, okay, so. Which is, it, we're not like, it's not a theory, like prediction theory, it's more like a weird theory. Yeah, Based on something so, that I kind of joked about, kind of. Okay, so, we don't know how misborn genetics work, but I think it's likely that being a child of a misborn makes you more likely to be a misborn. That's, that's how I would figure it, yeah. Yeah. So, in that case, if Kelsier had a child that he somehow didn't know about... Um, and I guess it would have to be with Mare, because he's talking about how she looks like Mare. Yeah. Um, well... Which doesn't really seem plausible now that I say it. <laughs> I, we, we've had this conversation. It was it was something that I said as kind of like a joke theory, and then we spent like ten minutes feeding into, and I've said multiple times, it doesn't make sense, you're doubting it now as well. But mm. we, might, we might as well just say it. Okay. What if Finn is... Kelsier's child. It's okay. So we know that she snapped at a young age. Um, it seems possible that her so, her so-called brother was a half brother, or even totally unrelated to her, and was aware that she was a misborn, or you know, aware she was a, an Alamancer at least. Um, it's. The, her only, like, evidence of her parentage is that he, he he made a point of, like, pointing out her alleged father as a, no, as a well, a, a pre-lane. So, 
like, that only makes sense if he knew she was a misting, but, because why else would he go, make the point of, of showing her, like, uh, someone the obligator, who, yeah. Yeah, um, but I'm, I've, I've always, I didn't, I didn't say this at the time, I don't think, but it, I did kind of wonder, like, he could have just picked some random guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I also kind of thought that, like, why does he know who, well, why does he know who his mother was having an affair with? Yeah, and, like, it seems like the point of, I mean, it didn't really necessarily do this, but the point of showing Vin this guy was so that she, she wouldn't wonder, you know? Yeah. Um, and anyone serves that purpose Almost well. like sneaky tactics, huh? Yeah, and I mean, he's such a jerk that it seems we can we can easily believe anything of him, even potentially yeah. kidnapping a kid or something. Um, I don't know, like the yeah. So the, the 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 main problem that this brings up is, uh, okay, how does Kelsier not know if he doesn't know? But in fairness, from the way he's talking, maybe he does know. You know, it's. I guess it's conceivable that Kelsier knew that they did have a kid and gave them up for adoption or something and just not slow him down he suspects that vin was that kid so what i'm gonna talk about is the main reason i thought this or i said it even no i didn't even really think about it before i said it was that kelsier says he married mayor about a decade and a half ago right yeah vin is i think 16 uh it could yeah. be it could be 15 it's, i think she but, is 16, but it's yeah. 15 or 16 which is about a decade and a half. Which is yeah. about a decade and a half ago. So that does line up. Um, and mind, this is when they married, not when they met. <laughs> yeah, now it doesn't, like, line up in a way that necessarily makes any sense. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I guess, you know, could have been a shotgun wedding. <laughs> you know, they had they, they got married because she got pregnant or something. I feel like that's probably not the case, though. Because Kelsher seems really, really in love with Mare. Yeah, I mean... Like, pre-in love with Mare. Oh, definitely, definitely. But like, that, and I mean, those aren't necessarily exclusive. She, she's but, dead. Um, <laughs> there, there was one interesting line that has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, but I just thought of it. One of the reasons Kelsier wonders if Mare really did betray him, apart from the fact that she said that she didn't and she seemed genuine, was that the Lord Ruler held her back a couple weeks before putting her in the pits which is just why like like why I, I don't get mm. that it's possible that she did something after like like she wasn't sent to the pits initially because she had betrayed them but then after that she then did something that got her sent to the pits anyway refused to give up the rest of the crew or something yeah I could see that yeah, I, I thought about that, but I, I don't know, it's just so strange. The whole, this whole chapter was so strange with mm. so many possibilities for theories that we just don't really have much Ooh, evidence okay. for. Okay, so actually, no real evidence for this, it just feels right to me. Uh, my, my my guess is now that she held back the information on where the rest of the crew was to bargain for Kelsier. Like, she tried to be like, Okay, I'll give you the rest of the crew, but I want my husband back. So, and he was like, "Here's the rest." He's like, "Okay." Oh, I'll give you your husband. All right. Boom! <laughs> Throw you into the pits. Yeah, I, that really feels like it would be, like, 
the most emotionally resonant, you know, like, like if yeah. Kelsey finds out, like if he finds out that she was innocent all along, it's like, oh wow, she was innocent. Uh, but if he finds out that she really did do it, but then she tried to get him back so hard that she ended up getting thrown into the pits herself, I feel like that'd be the most tragic way it could go down. It, yeah, definitely. Um, I have no like in-universe evidence of this, but apart from the fact that I guess they didn't find the crew, but like that's not really that hard to explain. Like it's not really clear that she would have known where the crew was anyway, but she might have. I mean, it seemed like she was part of the crew, so. Yeah, but then they all kind of knew that they'd been betrayed, so ran away or something. Yeah, you think they would be trying to avoid? It's hard to know relying on things that she would have known. Um, But still, it it seems plausible that she would have had information. Yeah. So. That brings us to the end of this crazy chapter. It does indeed. But let's do the last segment. Adults, what was your favorite part of this chapter? Hmm. Um, I mean, there's really only one answer here. And that's the thing with the plants. Um, I've, this has been bothering me for so long. And to, to get this reveal that actually... I mean, okay, it's not not necessarily maybe it's possible i'm reading too much into this but this really feels to me like oh this thing that you thought was a dumb mistake haha psych actually it was a really cool piece of world building that has a great explanation that you're gonna find out very Um, soon yeah um so that just really impressed me and also not much else happened in the chapter so (laughs) yeah um so uh young what was your favorite part of the chapter okay so for me, I think it was the finding out, or pretty much being confirmed on the fact that the snippets are the Lord Ruler, which is something that we've kind of been sure about for so long, hmm. but that we've never actually had any real evidence to back it up. Hmm. I did like that as well, the, especially the bit where he was talking about like the the sort of the textual criticism, like, oh, they wouldn't have faked this because it doesn't really fit with their doctrines that well yeah and i also like this obviously because i think it was my suggestion originally that it was like from a a book or a journal or something Mm. uh way way back so getting this kind of confirmation is really really cool Mm. what would you say your least favorite part was um i didn't really dislike anything in chapter i wasn't particularly interested in their kind of tactic talk or whatever Mm. um it wasn't really it didn't really bring anything new to the table i I, it was it was strange because it was a it was a funny type of chapter the pacing was actually fine for the chapter i was never bored reading it Mm. and it had obviously quite a lot of interesting stuff more towards the ends i suppose more towards the end but it's good that this chapter didn't feel like empty or anything um, yeah, like it. I wasn't having issues with the pacing like I had in other chapters. It did feel a little sparse to me. Um, it was a little sparse, but like I said, it wasn't so sparse that I was like bored in the middle of it, and then was like, "Oh, finally!" I was more like fine just reading it. Like, yeah, I just it was like I didn't mind the whole way through, and that was that. That's better than I guess being bored sometimes. And then being interested only at other times, and just being, just happy to read through the book, if you know what I mean. Mm. 
Um, so, adult, what was your yeah? I least kind, I kind of feel the same way. It's hard to really. There's nothing that stood out to me in this chapter as bad, you know. Um, so it really just comes down to like what was the least gripping. Um, maybe the tea with Lord Reno. I mean, not not much really happens there. Yeah, it's just they're kind of just talking about garden spies and stuff. Yeah, well, I I didn't mind the stuff with the garden spy stuff, but it, even before that, there's a bit where Vin and this is I suppose kind of intentional that Vin is feeling a bit bored. Keep that Lord Reno is keeping the pretense up, and she's just having to take tea with him, even though nothing of interest is really happening. Yeah, that's, um, that's true. That that did manage to bore me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's not very long, but yeah, I it's guess only, it's only I guess that might be my least favorite. Um, yeah, the other thing I guess could be like the whole. Like the thing where Vin is trying to decide what dress to wear and think about her hair and stuff. Well, I found that funny um, enough. So, yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was. I mean, I get. I guess that it helps to sort of show, Vin is, you know, changing. Maybe, maybe like, just that one kind of uh, tacky sentence. She was, misborn. Oh yeah, that's true. That was kind of well. I don't know. I I I guess. I mean, it was, it's, it was it really was a big title drop. Though. It's melodramatic, but I do kind of I get the sentiment that like within the story, it's it it is kind of like oh yeah, she's becoming this sort of like almost like Batman figure where she's like you know a noble by day but a misborn by night. Yeah, and that's what a misborn is. I, mean, I I like like we're saying it's not bad. It's just like it's it, just, it was it's a little not clunky. as interesting as the rest. It was a little clunky. Um, yeah. I I'd say that. I'm I'm I actually I'm I'm going to I'm going to say the dress stuff because and not just dress but like the the whole appearance thing because I feel like it is possible to make that stuff more interesting than it is here. Like maybe I'm being unfair but I have read stories where like people agonizing about their clothes felt more interesting than this does. This feels more like well, I guess maybe, maybe I'm reading too much. Maybe I'm reading too much. Maybe this, it's but. because it's dresses rather than other clothes like i well when you said that i immediately thought of kind of the scullery pleasant series mm. which, which well, has that quite a lot well yeah i mean that that's got stuff around like oh this is like a magic piece of clothing whatever um, yeah that maybe that that's what i'm thinking of maybe, i'm actually thinking of some of Wildbo's writing um oh yeah especially in some of his more recent stuff well again i imagine they're not dresses as much are they um, well, that's the thing. So, uh, some of some of his more recent stories um, with female protagonists have had, and I, I think I think it's it's pretty clear in the writing that like he's actually like researched fashion and stuff. So when they're thinking about fashion, it manages to be interesting. Like that they, I I, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this, but like, like they'll be like inferring things about people from the bit of that here in terms of like she's thinking about the pros and cons of the different dresses but i never get the feeling like this feels like it's being written by someone who isn't actually interested in it is is the vibe well, i'm getting unimaginable but uh i just can't help but compare it to and, and i'm not sure it, it is it is notable that he he really does manage to capture that vibe of someone's actually interested in it. isn't really that interested in it she is kind of but then she kind of doubts being interested in it, she's like, "Oh, I'm not really interested in this," so she's kind of got that internal conflict mm. over I, being interested. In I it. guess an another thing that springs to mind uh, in terms of making like pointless little 
clothing choices feel important was uh, Harry Potter. Organizing over like what to wear to the Yule Ball and stuff. Well, that's like it, I guess that's that's more comedic than anything else. It is because we've got Ron with the two hundred year old dress robes and stuff. But yeah, but it it feels yeah like the yeah but there's there it's drawing in funny. But again, like wait a second, hang on, this looks terrible. What am I doing? Oh yeah. But again, that's that's actually multiple people. Whereas here, it's it, we've only got Vin. Anyway, I, I it just it did kind of feel a little bit dull to me. So I'm I'm gonna call that my least favorite. I I mean I'm not gonna argue too quite as dull. Cause... Yeah, because you were able to recite it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Again, I. Um. So thanks for listening. Don't forget to read chapter eighteen. Yeah. Um, as always, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Pod Young Adult. Um, we'll be posting this to Reddit uh, at our Missborn. So r slash Missborn, whatever you want to refer to Reddit uh, terms. Yeah. Um, I don't even use Reddit, and I know what it looks like, and I know what people mean when they say it. So. Yeah. You can obviously most podcast apps and platforms will let you do something in terms of feedback uh even if it's just following the podcast yeah we appreciate all of those um and if you want to you can always email us directly uh, uh our email is podcastyoungadult at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you and of course you can comment on various platforms thank you for listening